Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, how he finds things out, like how it all mm. works, like how a last minute deal works and stuff like that. Now, I think that's what people will be interested in. Interesting. In yeah, sort of definitely, hearing, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, we could do that. We'll do that. So, yeah, sweet. Now it'll be good to have him on, actually. Mm. Good to have him on. Mm. All right. Uh, cool. Let's do it. Cool. Guys, welcome back. Episode six, playing out from the back. Um, I'm hoping you guys are still locked in, um, giving us as much feedback as possible, giving us some stick, trying to tell us what we should be saying, what we shouldn't be saying. We are enjoying it. I hope you guys are. This week, um, on this edition, I'm being joined by Mo Spencer, uh, obviously, my, your usual host, uh, Sam Morgan. Um, Mo, how are you getting on, mate? I'm good, man. I'm good. It looks like we're going to have to uh, switch to a, a back four today. We ain't got the other the other centre-half, uh, Aaron, so we're going to have to go for a back four, get some wing-backs in. <laughs> yeah, at least, at least it'll be a pacey back line this week. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, getting, it, getting into them topics, actually, and whether the formation is, is right. Uh, the four, like Our topics this week... We're going to look into Southgate, uh, Mr. Gareth, and see if he's actually uh, the main man for, for England. He, he's made some interesting decisions over the last sort of week or so, uh, so we'll dive into that. Um, we're listening and hearing that Ben Rama is, is going to be heading over to, to West Ham, um, so we're going to be looking into whether that is the right move for him. Um, then we're going to go into something that always crops up around this time of year. It's, it's like the f- firing line. <laughs> so we'll be looking at what manager um, is probably going to go first and, and who will be following um, soon behind. Also, relative uh, relative new news um, is this big picture project. Uh, so we'll be discussing that, um, whether it's the greed of the top six or whether it is going to help um, the, the English football leagues um, working its way down the pyramid. Um, and talking at the bottom of the pyramid, we'll be looking into the relegation 
um, and who we predict will go down this year um, after looking at the first few games into to the Premier League. So, um, going through that running order, let's go in with the international break and Mr Gareth Southgate. Um, some, inter- uh, some interesting decisions made there, Mo. Um, do you see Gareth Southgate being the long-term solution to England? And do you think he's even getting it right at this moment in time with the current crop of players we do have? Mm, OK, so uh, with Gareth Southgate, for me, it's, it's, there's many branches to this. Um, you know, I think he's a good choice for England for now because he has he has done plenty in his time in the job so far I mean World Cup semi-final um, he's created a he's created a clear pathway between the under 21s to the England main team these are things that we didn't see before and we were crying out uh, for from other managers um, he seems to have created a, a good culture amongst the players um, he's also done sort of a good job in integrating sort of the media back in with the England squad and getting that sort of trust there. So, I mean, although on the face of it, you look at it and you say some of these some of these um, selections are a little bit questionable um, and he has a little bit too much faith in some players. Um, when you look at the, when you, when you look at the pros and cons, there's a lot that he has actually done uh, to this England squad that we have been crying out for. Uh, for sort of many, many years, flexibility and formation, um, mm-hmm. lots using a vast amount of players, so much to the to the point now where people are saying there's a massive pool of players. This isn't just because there's a massive pool of players, it's because there's a lot of players that he's used that, that have, have played for England and you can now say, OK, he's an international level player. Do you know what I mean? So, so there's there's a lot he's done. He he he, without a shadow of a doubt, deserves the next tournament um, after his World Cup semi final finish. Um, but he's under a bit of pressure now. I think the World Cup was a bit of a free hit, um, but this yeah. tournament is going to be like, well, if we go out in the quarters, it's going to be like, boy, we need a little bit more from you, Southgate. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 is his head on the on the block sort of then? But I mean, if he gets another semi final towards a final he, he's got the squad that could win it i think that yeah he's a he's a good choice man he's a good he's a good he's a good fit for england as it as it stands i wouldn't i wouldn't want to upset the apple cart for now i mean i don't know what you think on it but i mean apart from his apart from his uh, sort of questionable sometimes i look at his selection and i think come on man this guy deserves a chance or why have you taken this guy out but apart from that i think he does an all right job yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. When I looked at the uh, the team, the, the lineup against Belgium, I went. First off, how is Slabed still getting a game, <laughs> Mr. McGuire? Because you you start questioning, you start questioning. Going, I thought internationals uh, at this level with with the, the players that we have would be based on on form. Now, for me, Maguire is not not in form, and I thought he would have gone with gone with Cody. Um, at, at that point, but it was some brave decisions when you're not playing Harry Kane, and we we know uh, notoriously England managers with Harry Kane, it's Harry Kane or nothing, right? So then I looked at him going, he's gone with Calvert Lewin. I was like, okay, so there's the there's the form. Um, Sancho wasn't playing, uh, Grealish wasn't playing, Mason Mount was. Mm. Has Mason Mount really been 
sort of performing as well as maybe he, he could be. Probably not. Um, so there was some there were some strange decisions, but football is a results game, and he got got the job done. Mm. And you know that's the that's the thing. It's like we we've got to realise now we're actually going to never be able to please everyone because we have such a great talent pool of players right mm. now. If you look at that, if you look at the bench um, from from the other night, Tyrone Mings, Pope, Reese James. Uh, Connor Cody, Maitland Niles, uh, Calvin Phillips, Ward Price, Grealish, Kane, Ings, Henderson, and Sancho. Yeah, it's mental. If if that team, even if you just put those, those guys out there, you would have gone, oh, yeah, that's a good side. Do you yeah. think? <laughs> we, we were we were able to we were able to, to to do that. My only thing for me was was a bit strange is that we didn't play um, a, a natural left back, and where we could have take, played. Uh, Saka yeah. at the time um, potentially um, but this is the time to maybe do a bit, a bit of an experiment in, in a game that actually means something in, in what well, apparently means something the National League um, so I'm not I'm not going to complain too much but what I will say is that I think there is still evident new favourites for me that Gareth Southgate does have in someone yeah. like Mason Mount and Maguire um, mm. I mean even Dyer, my God, you're watching the game <laughs> and it's just like, I mean, that, I know some people thought it might have been a bit soft, but the the the, the penalty shot of him going down to the ground, like that was some schoolboy sort of defending. Like he didn't need yeah. to go to ground at that point. He's a bit of a hot, bit of a hothead at times. And yeah. now it comes to tournament football when you don't, you know, you haven't got 38 games to recoup a mistake you've done. You got, yeah. you got you got three or one games to put three games in the, the group one potentially um, when it comes to knockouts so you can't afford for someone to be uh, sort of doing that so he's got to get he's got to get these men uh, mentalities right um, but overall listen we got we got the job done um, but it could have been more I think from from Belgium I think they had chances yeah. to, to to make us pay so is he the man long long term. You know, when we see some of these national coaches that, you know, they're there for mm. years. We're talking like, you know, cemented until they're ready yeah. to like formally retire. Is Gareth like, Southgate like, that like guy? Deschamps, isn't it? Deschamps at France. He's that sort of guy where you look at it. And the German guy as well. He's a proper like 10, yeah. 12 year project. Scolari when he was at uh, Brazil and stuff Brazil, like that. You know, yeah. he, and he, you know, he did have a bit like Gareth, uh, just players coming out of his ears. Deshaun, yeah. that look at the guy, the people we could leave out, and your people going, mm. God, he would walk into. You know, you know thing. what, I, you know what I do think is strange about that selection is, he's gone for a three-five-two, and Saka has been playing a three-five-two for the last twelve eighty months. You know what I mean? Mm. He's played, he's played in, a, he's played in a back, uh, sorry, three-five-two for the last however many months. It makes sense, sort of, to have him in. He's got a balance with a left foot, and. And he's been playing in that formation, sort of in that role. And then you've got Cody. And in my opinion, I can't see, apart from if you're saying international experience, I can't see why Dyer's in the middle and Cody isn't. He hasn't put a foot wrong in the games he's played. He plays mm. a back three. He's been playing a back three for three, four years. He understands the role of the covering centre-half. He's passing. is better than Dyer. Mm-hmm. It, it, they're, they're the sort of they're the sort of um, 
they're the sort of things I look at and I think that's what our question is is um is loyalty. That's where it comes in. Like the guys like Dyer, uh Maguire, Trippier, he's looking at the last World Cup and he's saying, Well, every time they've come to England they've done well. Well let's a little bit sort of scoot over their club form and let's just keep it as a like as a continuous England squad. And I think that's where a lot of people look at it and they think, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know, Southgate, you know what I mean? Like like look, these players are on form or whatever. Um what I was gonna say to you, I don't know if you've if you've got it all down, but I mean what would your sort of three five two formation England team have been for that game? Because I've I mean I ripped mine down um sort of before sort of trying to predict it, what I would have had anyway if it was me. I'll go through mine, we'll give you a chance to go to sort of yeah, yeah, go on, one go up on. for yourself. But I would have gone Pope in goal. Um I would have probably gone Tyro Mings. Uh, left centre back only because Villa they can they've conceded only two goals first four mm-hmm. four games is it unbeaten yeah. he's a man in form right um, it's a game where the Nations League is a glorified friendly let's accept this um, so it's not like it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a, a job on the line sort of game so it's a good opportunity to see what Mings can do at the highest level of international football are gone Cody in the middle. Um, I'd have gone Walker, right centre-back. I know he makes the odd mistake and he's a bit rash, but he's got the great covering speed, man. And we need one guy in there. Um, Gomez had a tough game against Villa, so I get what I get why he would have left him out and I would have probably left him out. But Walker, I'd have gone on the right side. Um, I'd have gone with Trent down the uh, right wing-back. I would have gone Saka left wing-back. Um, Rice and Henderson in the middle. Uh, I like that a bit better than Rice and... Calvin Phillips, because yeah. I think Hen- Henderson's got a bit more legs. He gets around and he does occasionally get forward to make that extra man going forward as well, which mm-hmm. um, which I liked. I'd have gone Grealish um, and Rashford uh, behind Dominic Calvert-Lewin, so as, as he went. But um, I think Grealish has to be in there at the moment. He he can go, he's got this, he's got this thing about him that I like where he can play He's just as comfortable in the 10 as he is as an out-and-out winger. He can go down the outside and get a cross in, as we saw. But he also will drop into areas where the centre-backs don't want to go. And he can take Mm. it on the half-turn, one of our few players that can. Um, But again, on Mount, he's been Chelsea's probably best player this season as well. Like, looking at it, like, when I watch the game, uh, the games that I've seen of Chelsea this season and Liverpool game and stuff, he was getting on the ball, he was busy, he he does his pressing work as well, so I can see why he was in, but yeah, I mean a few changes and a few people he could have given sort of um, a go-to um, but yeah, that, I think that's the team I would have gone for What, okay. what about you, got a chance? Yeah I, it's, yeah, I mean I'll, I'll, I'll look at it like this I would have gone, I agree with you, I think Ming's uh, left of a free Cody through the middle. Um, I play Carl Walker um, as my third centre half. Yeah, um, he does that a lot. He does do that a lot for for City. Um, yeah, and to be fair, Southgate has played him in there as before. Um, mm. It just gives us those extra legs. Actually. Yeah, because um, yeah. what I'd expect is to play actually Maitland Niles over Reese James or Alex- uh, Alexander Arnold on the right. Just again. Based yeah. on form, um, yeah. bit of composure, and like you say, this is a good time to give someone um, 
you know, a bit of exposure to this football, but also just that sort of, uh, sort, sort, I don't know, a confidence boost, I suppose, to be yeah. like, be be trusted. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned, obviously, yeah, Pope in goal, because I, I, Henderson, um, as much as I actually think he's probably the best out of the three, just hasn't, isn't been yeah, playing. Yeah, he isn't playing. Um, and that, that needs to be arranged ASAP, because I know, um, I know if Aaron was on here, you know, be shouting the old fraud shout with uh, the hair. Um, and, you know, rightfully so. You know, again, the hair is not on form, so play, a, play your had, player. But He had a shocker against Ukraine, I hear, as well. I haven't seen the game, but I heard he had made a couple of mistakes against Ukraine the other night uh, as well. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't know if you allowed fans in there, but I'm sure Aaron, if he could, he would be there with a big uh, picket sign behind him to shout fraud every time. So, <laughs> if, that was, if that was the case... Um, Left hand side is straight is is interesting because based on who was actually available uh, and who he took in the squad at that time, he didn't have mm. one. But yeah. for me, again, like you said, I think Saka um, would would have to would have to be in there um, for, for me. I think I would have gone with a bit of legs um, in the middle um, in, in in terms of sort of the, the centre of the park because um, I don't think um, Henderson was probably needed it in this game. I would have gone with. Phillips um, mm. in there. Um, I would have gone with... Um, I'd have probably left Declan Rice in there. Just just a bit of a... Just to change it up a little bit with who was actually going to be on there. Um, because then it would actually probably give Grealish a bit of free reign yeah, um, yeah. To, to, to play um, a little bit further up. And in terms of the, the two, I don't think you could take Calvert-Lewin out. Um, I think that was the, the right thing to do. But I would have, I would have played Danny Ings. I, I just, yeah, I, mm. I, 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 I still. The, why Rash, Rashford is is. Oh, I don't. I, Rashford's a strange one for me, mate. He he's got a penalty at the end of the day. Like mm. it's not. You know, but when you look at when you're looking at him at the moment, I, listen. I like. I do like Rashford. I think his shooting percentage is is one of the worst known to man. But. <laughs> um, it, it will it will get us up the pitch a lot lot quicker, and obviously people will drop off purely for that pace. But arguably, when Sterling is back in and uh, and you know Sancho should be starting, yeah, Rashford gets nowhere near it. So if you're going to play someone between between the sticks, obviously you have got Harry Kane. But now is the chance to actually then go. You know, what does it look like as a two with Calvert Lewin and Ings, so mm. that we could actually maybe change it up? Because Harry Kane for me can't play with a two. Can't yeah, so in my you, opinion, do you go? Do you, are you going? Uh, who are you playing in the ten? Then so you got Calvert Lewin and Ings up top, and then yeah, I'd play Grealish. Grealish in the ten. Yes, yeah, yeah. I can see, and and Ings does a lot of working back as well. So you don't lose, you don't lose that 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 person tracking back because Ings does a lot, a lot of work. He um, does even yeah. in the front, even in the front position. Yeah, I like that as well. To be fair. Because you've got to look at, you know, it's, it's the whole age of... Actually, Grealish does a lot more than what, what Ozil does in yeah. terms of off the, off the ball. But you'd also want to be able to give those creative players a bit of licence to do that. So if he does go beyond Ings or goes beyond Calvert-Lewin in, in those areas, like you mm. said, you've got actually Calvert-Lewin and Danny Ings who are both yeah. prepared to do that dog work, yeah. um, which which for me is good. And obviously with someone like, as I mentioned, uh, Saka and Maitland-Niles, yeah. they are seen as... They're both seen... In, in in someone's eyes as a right midfielder, left midfielder yeah. as their trade, but they've yeah. both been able to play left back, right back. It just yeah. gives us a bit of security all round the pitch. Yeah. And and, De- and Declan Rice sitting in there for me um, just gives us, again, yeah. a little bit of added security because um, Calvin Phillips has the ability to push on a little bit. 
you yeah. can see him do that and he can he can do that. So again, just having that little bit and all round, as I said, we just mentioned that uh Tyrone Mings, when it breaks down, yeah. how I would see the shape breaking down is Tyrone Mings could have potentially still cover into left back yeah. with Saka's caught high. You still then got Cody in there um, as, as a set, as a centre half who can shift sh- obviously shift out. Yeah. You got um, uh, as I mentioned Walker obviously goes out to the as a right back. So you could almost then put a, play a four. Yeah, um, yeah when, it, when it comes to it, yeah, switch, switch it, it if you need us, it, if yeah, you need to during the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that as well. Ings and Dominic Calvert Lewin as well. Both mm. uh, both play at club level. Uh, two up top um, mm. as well. So that's another sort of benefit there. They're, they're still sort of playing uh, the sort of thing that they do at club level as well. Yeah, I like that as well, to be fair. I do like that 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 yeah. uh, that three five two as well, man. Uh, you're just you're just trying to get ready for football manager when you mm. take over oh, the England I've, team. I've, I've bought it. I've bought it already. I can't wait, man. I can't wait for it to arrive. <laughs> I can't wait for it to arrive. I've always got to do my standard um, Arsenal game first. And then there's so many good games. you got flipping uh, Bolton in, in League 2. That's a good game. Get Bolton back. Um, so, yeah. It's going I to think Barcelona's fun. a good one. Uh, Barcelona, year. yep. Need a full rebuild. It's going to be a good game, this one. It will be a, it will be a good one, but yeah, I think you know some people don't like the international break. Some people do, but I think we've we've done well um, sort of discussing England there uh, for 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 all you all guys that actually enjoy the international break. But getting back to what we call standard business um, and what is actually still open is a transfer window um, uh, for English clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, now Ben Benarama is, she's the guy is is magic from what we've seen over there at, at Brentford. I'm surprised actually people haven't um, taken a bit more interest in, in him, to be fair. Um, but it looks like he's on his way to West Ham, if not already already done um, and heading there. Now, I don't think it's, it's uh, a case of talking about his talent. But what I would say is, do we see another Payet, Felipe Anderson, where they end up coming to West Ham, still sort of shine in what is sorry a very average club at best um do do you then see him treating this as a stepping stone just so he can get into the premier league mm, yeah i mean with you see uh west ham i think <laughs> unfortunately they're just always going to be a stepping stone club um and i think there's there's better there's better when i look at the premier league teams there'll be a few better clubs they could go to in the uh, in the Premier League that would probably suit him a little bit more. We we know already that Moyes doesn't really like that profile of player, so it seems a bit strange that they're with you know Lanzini with Felipe Anderson. He can't get them boys in, but now he's going for a for another one of that type of player. It, it just seems a bit yeah. strange. But I mean, listen, that goal that Ben Rama scored against Fulham that's Premiership level. All you need to see is that to know that he should be playing in the Premiership. Whether whether West Ham's the right club, I don't know. Will he use him as a stepping stone? Probably. Um, he scored he scored seventeen goals in the Championship last season, nine assists. He's got Premier League quality. Um, that's the long and short of it. But I just I really don't I, I really don't understand West Ham. Sometimes I really don't understand. <laughs> Moyes doesn't play that profile player, but they've bought that profile player. 
they're, what, they're trying to spend yeah. 30 million on that profile player. It's strange. It's very, very strange. It's, I don't know. It, I don't know, man. It is, it, it is strange because, uh, and listen, I'm not saying that uh, Jack Wilshere is, is Ben Rama at all, but you got Jack Wilshere coming out saying that he was fit and has been fit for eight months. Mm. Yeah not played him, not put him anywhere near it. Now, we know what Jack Wilshire can do, but we also know that if he does play a game, he's probably got another two in him before he's back on the injury table. Mm-hmm. But would he get into that side, not based on ability, but like you say, the style of play? No. Mm. So, are they going to... Because West Ham recently, where they've done all right, it's, it's all been about sort of work work, work with like players. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You watching Antonio hustle? You know, I like I like Antonio to be fair, and um, he's a nice guy off off the field as well. But it, in terms of actual raw, like technical ability, in 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 some cases compared to other players, he's not anywhere near it. But what he brings in terms of the power, pace, and just that raw determination, yeah, you can't you can't buy that for me. And that's where he gets himself in positions and gets the goals he does. But off the ball as well, he's he's a force. But it, Moyes is looking for everyone to be like that yeah. in a way. Yeah. Now, Benarama is not that guy. He's not. So, so someone yeah. now, when you put these players in, has got to do the bits that he's not going to do. Yeah. He's not the biggest player either, Benarama. And you know, I'm not saying because I was a, a small football player myself, but you had to just hope that someone else will back you up in certain occasions, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> is he good? Is he good? You know, that someone's going to have to take that bit of a bit, a bit of load off him yeah. so it'd be interesting I just think that this will be a one year two year thing mm. at West Ham because if he does cut it you know they'll they'll make their money and move on because um, I don't think no disrespect to West Ham they haven't really I don't know what their ambitions are but I always believe it's just to make sure they stay in the league yeah. and anything around that is a bonus um, I don't think there's any more ambition past that especially with the current current owners but good luck to him when he does come and listen you know who are we to say anything else more than we've got another quality player in the Premier League for us to watch yeah right? yeah so bang on there so uh, yeah so that that that'll be nice to, to see but yeah it looks like we're in, in agreement with that um but this we might maybe we might mention West Ham again now um potentially depends on on your views but um and as much as I don't like talking about about it, it's just part of football now. Is the sort of race to see who gets sacked first um, in in the Premier League? Um, now that used to just normally come a lot of the time from people obviously weren't performing down the bottom, but you actually sometimes now seeing managers getting the chance to see the full season out um, and see if you can survive. But and now we're seeing it more at the top. But who do you think? Um, it's going to go first. Who do you think is the first manager on that chopping block? I've got, um, I've got, what would I say? I've got, I'd say I've got three names. Three names. You've got Scott Parker. He's in big trouble. Yeah. Um, they've just signed a, a few more players for him, but he's in big trouble. They don't look like a premiership team. Um, so he's obviously got to be a big a big name, bottom of the league, conceded loads of goals. Um, 
doesn't seem to have a solution to his defensive problems other to try and play more football. But the problem is when you come to the Premier League is everyone's better at it than you. So you come from the Championship playing your football, but everyone in the Premier League is pretty much better than you at doing it. So Mm. he's got to find another way um, to make them a little bit more defensively solid um, to keep his job. Um, The next name I've got is Sean Dyche. Uh, the reason why I say mm-hmm. this, I've I've heard a lot of um, a lot of talk of unrest between him and the chairman. Um, he spent no money this transfer window, hasn't really strengthened. Got like a the sixth choice uh, Brighton centre midfielder, Dave uh, Dell Stevens, is it? Yeah, as he's as a signing, that's his that's his marquee signing this window. They ain't got they ain't picked up a point so far this season. Um, unlike. Other seasons, they're conceding, they're conceding a fair few goals as well, um, which is not mm-hmm. like Burnley. Um, so it tells me that there's sort of big problems um, over at over at Turf Moor in Burnley. Um, and then the final mm. name, the big name, the team that always gets spoken about on the podcast is um, <laughs> the, the team I laid all my faith in. Um, <laughs> Um, um, uh, the start of the podcast um, is Man U. It's you got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and it's come out this week or very in the recent days that um, Bruno Fernandez has lost faith in him. He's questioning him. He's questioning if he's hard enough on the players. He's questioning if he's got a style of play. And what I would say is this: once the players ain't playing with, uh, for you, you're pretty much gone, right? Once it's your star signing and player that is against you, your fin it's days, isn't it? Days numbered. I can't I can't see how mm-hmm. you've got uh, Bruno Fernandez, their star player, he's on all the penalties, all the free kicks, he's basically running the the team. Um he's come in, galvanized them last season, and now he's turned against the manager. Oli Gunnar's socials, days are numbered. They, you know, there's no, there's, there's no smoke without fire. Um, I, I, I said that uh, Potticino will be the, you know, the first name on the list for a few Premier League clubs. Um, and Man U's one of them. Um, and I think the fact mm. that he's available um, is another sort of, you know, another sort of now in, in Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's coffin. The thing with Potticino is as well, he's got Premier League experience and he's not going to go in there and immediately start demanding this and that. He's a manager that can work with a crop of players and make the crop of players better. Do you see what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's not like they're saying we're yeah. going to sack Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and get in Antonio Conte and then you've got to get Antonio Conte type players and this and that. Potticino comes in and he gets more out of them players than what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is getting out of them right now. So for them reasons, I think um, he's another one on the chopping block. And if I was at, if I was to put my neck on a line and say one of them, I'll probably say him, to be fair. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, for, for me, uh, I feel for Scotty Parker because obviously the, the owners came out and said, actually, they haven't been able to to back him when they should have in terms of financially putting some some money towards him. Now, I think they were a bit cautious because obviously last time spent loads of money on no one and mm. <laughs> ended up with, with no return. So 
Um, obviously, with the fact that there's obviously financial constraints out there at the moment, um, that will obviously uh, play a part. But um, I, I'm going to agree with the fact that it's going to be Oli. I mean, his car that he's been at the wheel at crashed <laughs> many, many times ago. It, it, it's that destruction derby with his car right now. And, you know, seeing, you say, Bruno Fernandes now come out now, he's basically is, 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 uh, I, I was going to say a different term there, but I'm going to say is, is, is buddy, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for during, during his time. And it was like his saving grace. Like he was so happy that he got Bruno in and they started to pick up a few results, obviously back in the, um, of last year, but, you know, there's only so many penalties you can get. <laughs> so, um, and sorry, Man United fans, because you know what? It's not just your team. It's, it is down to this guy a little bit. And if you don't get it, if you don't get it right, I don't see it. I'm, I've seen as well all the people that used to come out, the sort of historic Man United um, sort of staff and players who were back in our league because he was putting all of these things in place that Sir Alex used to do. It's only gone like, so far. Like Rio, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't even know if Rio's on social media at the moment. I haven't seen him for a while. Um, but you know, we're, you know, we are going to get onto sort of the relegation scrap. And you know what? They, they're down there at the moment. <laughs> if you look at the table, on. I'm not saying they get relegated. They're not going to get relegated. But you know, I'm just saying. You look at it uh, down there. It's quite. It's quite nice reading seeing uh, who are in the sort of bottom five right now, and one of them being Man United. Um, but uh, I actually. Here's a bold prediction for me. Uh, Poch gets the job, but I also see Deli Ali in a Man United shirt. Um, Deli Ali. Oh my! Yeah, God. I really do. Do you know why? Do you know what? And I, I listen. I don't rate Deli Ali um, as much as the next man, but Poch did. And actually, yeah, anyone that him, got man. the best out, a uh, best out of Deli Ali uh, was was Poch. And I actually, think there might be some some room to to do a deal because Poch, uh, if Deli Ali goes there. Um, obviously Spurs are buzzing because they get a bit of money off him Mourinho hasn't got him on his, on his thing he probably thinks he gets one over on Man United for <laughs> selling him a dud and they actually are able to then remove Lingard who should be playing in the championship <laughs> Lingard will go to Fulham it will go to Fulham mate I'm telling you <laughs> yeah and, it, and then play in the championship with them when they get relegated yeah, yeah. exactly where he'll be how's, that, how's the dance floor yeah. in the championship yeah, yeah how's that yeah no I, definitely I can see uh I can see, I can see your thinking there, um, and another thing as well that sort of uh, adds to that point is if you on the documentary of Spurs, they were saying how Sir Alex was saying this is the guy, get this guy in, wasn't he? He was saying Deli Ali's the guy mm. for Man U. He said to Mourinho, if there's one player you're going to sign, it's him. So I mean, there's there's strong links to Man U. Uh, for Deli Ali, especially if Pochettino goes there, um, so yeah, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely see that chain of thought. Um, it would, and I think that I think they didn't want to back him. I think the whole thing with the Sancho as well is like, oh, right, do we invest a hundred plus million into what Oli got a social wants? Yeah, no. listen, that's not do it. Whereas I think if Poch came in and said, no, this guy. We need this, this, and that. I think they would actually go to, you know, go to war with him and give him like the two hundred, like two hundred million war chest, just to go and get two. You might scrape three players out of it this these day, this day and age, but they would have probably gone and, and done that with him. And I think it, the time will tell because they'll need to do it around the, the 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 sort of next transfer window. I don't think they'll do it soon because if they did, they've kind of 
kill the manager of playing players yeah. that are not his. Yeah. Um, so they normally tend to be around sort of the next transfer window, which yeah, again will will come around sooner rather than sooner rather yeah. than later. But uh, yes, for me, uh, it will be him. Um, Dark horse for me, who might might I say, and I say this lightly, might get into trouble down the line yeah, is yeah. Lampard. And the reason I say that is that they have spent loads of money. Loads of money now. And obviously I know that they had um uh, they're saving their piggy bank from not from being on the ban um from before. But if they're not close enough to that top four, yeah, um, you know, again, Abramovich we know he's he's not yeah. afraid to pull the plug. Um no matter how sentimental value there is for, for yeah. uh, Super Frank, you know, they'll go out and go out and get the person yeah. that they need. Um, to, yeah, to could sure could could there. also be Pochettino uh, again. There, that's another that's another job where I've looked at it and I thought, boy, him available, Premier League experience. He he knows how to get in and around the top. Um, he he won't he won't go in there and start asking for his own players. He can work with the players that are there. Um, he's another a big name for that job. Um, but what I will say is, I've been banging this Frank Lampard uh, drum since the start, right? I said Chelsea had the best window. They did, player-wise. Like, actual players bringing in the best players. Chelsea brought them in. But you can't bring in Mm. four stars of other, like, four four players that could... Four or five players that can potentially be stars, bring them all in in one window, and then find a solution for those players within six months it just it's it's so difficult um, and we've seen it before and I, and I think that you're right if he's not close enough which he could easily not be come sort of your Christmas time he's in a bit of trouble as well I agree I do agree mm-hmm. on that yeah yeah so it's just something to, yeah something to sort of uh, yeah keep an eye on for sure um, on, on that one but uh, no that's yeah we'll, we'll see if that's uh that prediction comes in. Um, I've done all right so far. You <laughs> so, who, so who are you? You come up with some corkers. Who are you saying is going to be first? You're saying Ollie's going to be first as well, yeah? Yeah. Ollie's first. I mean, if anyone else gets sacked before Ollie, mate, I, feel, I really do feel for them, to be honest. Uh, you got me looking at that, but what about yeah, Ollie? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be shocked by that, um, to be honest, because I, I, what do Fulham expect? I don't know. That's what yeah. Fulham expect. To, 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 they couldn't expect to, to stay up with, with that side. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think so. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it'd be be interesting. Um, but obviously, you can see the, the the bigger clubs are starting to to stretch away a little bit, and obviously, being able to probably invest a lot more than than others, um, even during this during this time, yeah. um, which probably leads us quite directly into um, the project mm. big picture. Now, we could. I know, I know you, you, you're quite. You feel quite strongly about this, but and you can obviously tell tell the viewers um, a little bit more detail. But um, whilst doing that, can, would you be able to sort of say, do you think this is a ploy um, towards greed for sort of what we call the big six in the Premier League, or do you see this as a way of they think they're actually trying to help the, the English? Listen, listen. There is no sort of help going on here. 
Yeah, this is crazy. If they allow, and even ask, even though Arsenal are involved in this, and I'm an Arsenal fan, but if they allow this to happen, it is absolute craziness. Now, what they're saying is that um, you know they'll they'll we'll get into the money anyway. They'll they'll give this money, and it allows them to basically the top six have the majority vote on most of the decisions in the Premier League. Now. When I heard one thing, which was they will be able to decide whether a club can be taken over by another, say, rich owner, they will have the deciding vote and they will be able to block that. The minute I heard that, I know this is all about the top six staying the top six. That takes a hell of a lot mm-hmm. out of the English game because the English game, how, how could they, Leicester won the, the league a couple of seasons ago, they ain't in the big, they ain't in the big six or big nine or whatever they wanted to dress it up as. That can't be right. That's mm-hmm. why the, the the reason why the Premier League is so good and the Premier League Championship um, all the way down to League Two is spoken about. Like when when there's a shock in League Two, a League Two team beats a Premier League team and all of that in the FA Cup. The reason why that's spoken about is because of how strong the whole system is. You never hear anything about Serie B or Bundesliga Two or or um, or uh, the, the the Liga, the, the second division in the Liga. The reason why is because there's nothing there. We have to maintain. We have mm. to maintain what is a strength of English football, which is that all the way down to League Two, even the Conference teams are dreaming. Look at Wickham. Wickham are in um, the Championship. Tiny Wickham are in the Championship. Do you know what I mean? Like this is what this is what English football yeah. is all about. Yeah. Now they're saying right, they're going to give two hundred and fifty million um, to those clubs. They're going to give. They're going to give 250 million now. They're going to give 25% of future TV revenue. Um, it's going to filter down a bit further. And they're going to give the FA 100 million bailout. So they're over 100 million in, in debt. They're going to give them 100 million bailout, right? My question is this, right? If it, 250 million to me, yeah, doesn't sound like a huge amount to save 72 clubs. And it seems very strange no. to me that I know they're saying, right, let football help football. I get that. But where's the billionaire that has an affinity to uh, to lower league football that, you know, they might have, you know, they've got their billions in oil or whatever, or they've got their billions in in telecommunications or whatever. And where's where's that guy saying, all right, I'll put the 250 million up. I want it back over... 10 years or I want it back over 15 years and Mm -hmm. I want this much on top making it affordable for those 72 clubs to continue 250 million doesn't seem like an amount Mm. to me that should be that should be crippling 72 clubs it just it just isn't uh, uh, Mm. if it was 1.5 billion now we're talking big numbers and I'm thinking well it's a bit mad but where's the where's the English Roman Abramovich that's just got billions, and he can say, "Right, mm. listen, I love, I love the lower league. Let me say football. Let me be that guy who they put my name up in lights, and I'll give, I'll put the two hundred and fifty million up, and I want it back over ten years, and I will save lower league football, save English football." 
Do you get what I mean? Like, I, I just, it's, I struggle with this one. We cannot let Liverpool's American owners, Manchester United's American owners, and all the other owners that are in on this turn the English league into a franchise. And next thing we're, next thing we're Arsenal Wizards and we're based out of flipping Brighton. <laughs> it's, it's coming. It's, it's coming. Do you know, do you know what? I w- I'm just going to say this though, actually. Uh, it's just come in now, actually, that the, the that's been be. rejected. So, um, all twenty, all tw- all twenty Premier League clubs okay. unanimously reject so plans. Some... So, so there was something else going on for all twenty to reject it. I think the fact that obviously they were talking about obviously reducing the, the Premier League to eighteen as well, and yes, that two hundred fifty million to me and you, two hundred fifty million going in my back pocket is obviously a, a lot of money. Um, but to spread across, like you say, all of those clubs, it's, it's not enough. But what I would say is that, that listen, like you, I think you've you've said there, I think. It, something has arisen where people have gone there might need to be changes so I think I don't think they should no one should have the power to anyone taking over a club unless it's the Premier League themselves rightly so for um, what happened where they found out basically how that guy get all that family basically gets the money and what they've been up to in the past um, which, is, which is fine but I think anyone that buys and someone might be able to correct me that they might already do this but if I was to say, let's say I'm now a billionaire and I want to go and buy, um, you know, I probably still couldn't afford Arsenal, but let's say I wanted to go and buy Newcastle and it was going to cost me 300 million to do so. 300 million might go to Mike Ashley, but I need to contribute at least 10% of whatever I, the, the value that I'm going to be buying the club to into what is now going to be an emergency yeah. football fund. And thereafter, each year, for you owning that football club, you need to pay, I don't know, um, what it, I don't know what it is. So come up with some sort of value. You basically pay yeah. like almost a football tax, yeah. like a football ownership tax that then goes into a pot. So that when yeah. there's time times like this, if the club has um, fallen on hard times, that is not because they've gone and then so oh well, let's go and spend hundred million on players, and if it doesn't work, don't worry, we get the bail out. That's not how it works. But let's say, for instance, I'm not saying we're going to always going to have a pandemic, but like now where there's no fans coming in and we've just not been able to, you know, the football league is not working and we're not getting the, the right money. And at least then yeah. we can dip into yeah. this emergency fund. Um, or you go down the link and start, you know, the other thing to look at is start associating, back to sort of associating the side with a, with a top side. So, you know, I think Arsenal always yeah. used to have a link with like Barnet, for instance, you know. Yeah. Make that more of a, a sort of solid, uh, a solid thing. I'm not saying Barnet then suddenly become um, Arsenal reserves as such, but in a way, it is a bit of a stronger link that you know Arsenal de- keep feeding a bit of money in there. I know, like you know, for instance, like Chelsea could work with some of the lower league sides, like yeah. Kingstonian, for instance, um, and sort of got, you know. I don't know. Just work work with clubs outside the league system. Work with clubs that are, mm. um, you know, struggling in League Two, just to keep it, keep it alive. The beauty of the English game mm. is the amount of teams we do have coming from. You know, if you go to any other country, Jesus, yeah. you know, it yeah. stops at four leagues, and then and then outside of that, the quality is poor. That's why actually there's a lot of lads now, as we know, that are going leaving non-league to go and play in the professional leagues yeah. in Bulgaria, for instance. 
you know, it shows you the quality there. So let's not let's not ruin the English league system. Let's not ruin. Yeah, it's already hard enough as it is for kids to become a professional footballer. Let's not ruin it where there's not a foundation for them to do that. Because if they if they do. I'm telling you now, not just me and you and Aaron and and all the other pundits. We won't have yeah. that many English footballers yeah. to talk about. You look at your Ty- Tyro Mings, Jamie Vardy. Yeah. They won't have had those clubs yeah. to to go through to, to to get back to to the level they're they're at. Hector at um, at Fulham come from Horsham. You know, you know these these lads there. You know they wouldn't have been able to get to that. They'll they'll will lose. We will lose all of them players because we we haven't got. We haven't got like a big, um, you know, sort of Brazil club. So I'll say, say, oh, let's go and look into the pools of the players that are in England yeah. and find a gem. You know, we're doing that. They're yeah. not doing that for us, for our English players. The only English players that end up going yeah. are the elite Sancho, yeah. Jude Bellingham, like the elite of that, that age group. They're not looking for a bar, like the bargain basement yeah. English player. People aren't doing that. So... We need to, you need to protect it. Um, I'm a non-league manager myself, and I tell you what, you know, seeing it from from first hand, the, the costs that you need just to stay afloat, um, the, the yeah. tiniest amount yeah, of I mean, that I mean, comes at that the, level the, the, from the, from the, the top teams. The, the the TV money that the Premier League gets, yeah, should filter down more anyway, because it's not just the Premier League that have created this this English football system. Like, when you look at things like, big things here that happen over here, like, you know, like, for instance, if a a non-league club has a cup run and they get to the fifth, they get to the fifth round or they get to the quarter quarter finals or whatever it may be, that is what makes the English league such a great league. So, so I don't see the problem with Mm. the money that the Premier League get filtering down because... Because all them teams down there, Sutton, Lincoln, all had good cup runs. Luton, when they were in a Crawley, all of them teams there contribute to the to, to the whole picture and making it big. Do you see what I mean? So I don't see why they were saying twenty five percent of the TV money. If it filters down to League Two, it will give every club three times the amount of TV revenue they get now. Right, three times, right? So say we half that and we say twelve point five percent of the T V money filters down. Imagine what that will do. That will mean every club gets double T V revenue. That now is a totally different outlook for all of them clubs in this situation. Do you see what I mean? Because they've got that they've got that T V money and, mm, and all of a yeah. sudden the whole pyramid the Premier the Premier League clubs ain't gonna ain't gonna miss. 10, 12% of the TV money. That's like, that's like the equivalent of mm, two players' contract renewals being 50 grand less or 30 grand. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? That's how, <laughs> that's how small it is at that end. But that's the difference yeah, between yeah. one of the lower league, league two conference national clubs being able to run for another two, three years without fans. Do you get what I mean? So a little bit from the top gives yeah. the bottom so much. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, that, that, you know what? I, I didn't want to go into this, but I know there's probably a few people that are uh, venting at the moment. The fifteen pound to watch games that aren't originally <laughs> scheduled, I think, is is criminal for what is going on right now. And this is the thing: it, it is all sort of mixed. It's bag, outrageous. It's outrageous. But pounds. you know what? That's a rod made for our own backs as fans. 
we do everything for our clubs, right? We will do anything for our clubs. And the more that we give, the more the Premier League will take. And they will take and take and take and take and take. I'm not saying that's wrong as a business, but at what time do you look at it and say, all right, we've taken, we've got so much and we've taken so much. Can we just give something back? Can we just give a little bit back? Like, where, like when's it going to mm. stop? Because the £15 are liberty, but everyone's still going to pay it. Like, I might not pay it for every game, but I ain't going to want to miss Arsenal versus Man City or Arsenal versus Man U or, you know, Man U versus Liverpool. I don't want to miss them games. So there will be games where I'll pay that £15. But I just think, come on now, you, you're, you're, you're pushing us. You're pushing us. You're pushing the fans now. And as a fan of football and as a non-league player, I want to see all of the clubs, all the way down, all the way down to, to you know, step 10. I want to see everyone benefiting from what we've made as a football, as a football nation. Do you see what I mean? I want to I see everyone benefit from that. Mm. It's, it's, it's crazy. That it's, it seems to be in the UK now. If you go to the States where it's sport crazy and then, you know, the NFL, uh, the MLB, the NBA, NHL, like, the, and there's so much sport around that, even more, you know, sports I could probably mention that the people still watching televised, right? They don't, they don't hustle people out of watching sport at all. You, you know, I can go to, I can go to a game in the States to watch an NFL game um, and let's just say to the equivalent, let's say I'll take $100 with me, right? Um, $100 will get me a match ticket, a few beers before, a um, bit of food before, beers, program, some of them are like something else in there, you know, where it's food or drink again, and probably my, my train home, right? £100 for the U- a UK football game right now is buying the ticket half decent ticket yeah, now travel. 65 pounds probably and that's um depending that's on not, and the travel so you're you're you're, you're then left you're then left <laughs> with maybe if you're lucky a beer yeah if you're lucky now this is you you know you're taking away now oh you know today's my my old, my old man used to take me to go and watch i used to watch wimbledon at sellers park um and that was my that was my link and do you know what it didn't cost them anywhere near that much because they used to, we used to go and get fish and chips from outside. So that chip shop's still there, and um, at Sellers. And then you bring yeah. it into that, into the ground. Can't do that no more. So you have to, you have to buy what's, you have to buy what's there. Now, for mm. you know, average family, it's not easy to then go and do that. You then got, you then got. You're saying we're talking about Sky, BT. So even before this fifteen pound, you've got to pay for Sky Sports, BT, and you've got yeah. to pay for. Um, your BT Sports to to, to yeah. see to see potentially your team, and as we know, you know it's kind of it's still heavily towards the the top teams. So you know if you're sort of a smaller side, you're not seeing your side all all the time because people end up yeah. then complaining when it's Burnley versus Southampton. Do you know what I mean? Like on on TV, people complain complain about it. Now you're asking me to spend fifteen pounds to watch it on TV, even though you you're yeah. almost taking. A hundred pound a month off me anyway. Whereas again, I revert back to the states, who then actually offer a service like, and I go back to the NFL um, that you can actually pay what's called a game pass. And yeah. It's a hundred pounds or something for the year. Yeah, and well, I've got a question. For any you game I, know you're on I top want of the American sports, but are there like are there big money worries in American sport now? Because I haven't. I, I mean, I watch 
uh, sports news all the time. And I haven't seen like any risk of any MLS teams gonna gonna fold or any basketball teams are in big financial. I've not even seen one iota even in like your german leagues and stuff like that i ain't seeing no big like this team could be finished like not like how i'm seeing here is it in american sport is it is it slightly different or is there any teams in financial financial worries i think i think it's not it, obviously they're worried obviously because they yeah. can't at first there was just no fans coming in um but now obviously they <laughs> Yeah, see, they're run. They're governed by states, yeah. so certain states allow you to have fans in. It's still not, still not like um, seventy thousand yeah. or whatever. It's you know still reduced capacity. Um, so they're getting a bit of merchandise in there, but again, you know they get a cut from what I mentioned there about like the game pass. They get they they get revenue from the league. Not to mention that the salaries salaries haven't changed. They are what they are. There is a salary cap, so you can't. The, yeah. the salary cap is what it is. It's not yeah. going to change. You don't go over it. You don't. You don't go under it. Whereas we, we, we've got these outrageous yeah. salary bills that need to be paid, right? And most of that revenue comes from, again, merchandise yeah. and um, obviously ticket sales. Now, not many people are probably. I don't think that many people probably buy in English merchandise because you're not wearing it towards <laughs> a game, and you're not allowed out these days. So where are you? Where, where are you? Where are you wearing it? Um, so. That's 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 the worry. So in the states, no, but they've protected themselves because of the yeah. salary caps. You don't yeah. see teams going bust. <laughs> you don't. You don't see that. Like the owner might suddenly get fed up and go, "Do you know what? I want to. I want to move. I want to move on now," which is fine. Um, they said, yeah. you know, it gets sold, but you know, they know what they're buying <laughs> because it's uh, obviously they know what they're, they're um, uh, what they're tied to salary wise. So yeah. Could we protect teams like that? You know, it may be not in the Premier League, maybe not in the Premier League, but maybe, you know, when it comes to um, the, the lower leagues, it, it might be a potential you have to do that. But I know they said, obviously, the struggle is if someone does get relegated from the Premier League down into the Championship, there's now a salary cap that they have to reduce and move move people on. So, I don't know. I don't think... There's, there's things we could learn from the, the games in the States. Um, and I'm not just referring to the NFL, but, but all sports there. There's things that we could obviously refer to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but don't forget also they get players for free. You know, you're not, pay, you're not paying a transfer fee. Yeah. Um, you do, you're trading for players. You've also got the draft. Yeah, you've got yeah. the draft. So you're getting young players for nothing um, at, at that point. So there's, there's, uh, there's so many other things. So it, that would just be a completely crazy shake-up if we ever went <laughs> full, full board like take that. And I don't it. think that will ever happen. But there's certainly things we could um, could t- take from it. But, yeah, um, I mean, I'm hoping people are still on board with what we're yeah. talking about here. And I'm sure there's probably a few things that people want to um, sort of pitch in with that. Because I'm sure everyone's got some, some interesting ideas. But, um one one thing I did want to uh, cover though, Mo, and I think we we sort of discussed this briefly is is obviously uh, yeah. in a couple of topics we spoke about is obviously relegation. Obviously, we've we've spoke about um, our predictions and obviously what we've seen um, sort of at the early stages now. What um, for you? Um, who do you see are the three that are going I down had, this year? Um, as, as I had Fulham, sort of West Brom, and Brighton in my predictions, um, and two of them. Uh, Fulham, Fulham and West uh, Brom, I'm, I'd stick with. Um, but 
in terms of the third position, I think Brighton will be all right. They've got a settled team. They've got a way of playing. Um, they're, they're running most teams close and they're very, they're very settled. Um, so I don't think that they, I don't think that they will, will have an issue getting to that 40 point mark once they get going. Um, I think they'll be fine. But I think that Burnley, could be in, in trouble, having seen them not spend any money, the unrisk, uh, the unrest at the club um, is making me think, you know, after seeing Bournemouth go down, you know, like one of them clubs who you think, like, they're in the Premiership and they're quite solid in the Premiership, but one or two sales and a couple of injuries and they're in big trouble. And Burnley is one of them teams. They've got loads of injuries. Um, they didn't sign no players for whatever reason, monetary reasons, and there's unrest at the club. So Burnley, I think, are a team that could be potentially in trouble. And the other team um, is Sheffield United. Now, they come up and they got the first season bounce. They got an unbelievable way of playing, um, which caught a lot of Premier League teams out. Um, and they finished quite well last season. But I look at their I look at their forward line, and I know they've bought Rian Brewster. He's mm. not he's not proven in the Premier League, but Rian Brewster, Ollie McBurney, Billy Sharp, and David McGoldrick. I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, is that enough? Is that enough goals? If you're conceding, which they are, is that enough goals to keep you in the league? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. And I, wor- I worry mm. for them. I, I yeah. worry for Sheffield United, and I, I also worry for um, for Burnley. Yeah, that, so I think it would be for me. It's going to be Fulham, uh, West Brom, Burnley, and Sheffield United down there for me. What about yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I've watched West Brom now a couple of times, and I'm just like, I just don't see how they how they survive. I don't see how they. And I don't see how Fulham survive um, right now. In terms of that third spot, it's, it's a difficult one. I agree with what you're saying about Sheffield United. And I'm surprised they didn't, again, go down sort of the, the, the bargain basement or with the guys that got relegated. And I'm talking, um, looking at your Camp, Campwell, for instance, and Norwich, just a little bit of quality maybe in, in the middle. Did you look, yeah, Josh look King. to maybe go and get Troy Deeney? Probably actually... Josh King, Josh King, you know, these guys that are still here, you know, Ryan Fraser and uh, and obviously Callum Wilson, you know, have put Newcastle in a position where people aren't, aren't necessarily talking about them getting relegated. And they have been in the, in the past few seasons for me as a candidate that could have got relegated. But um, I, I just don't think, again, the mindset is right there. I think a Sheffield United are just riding this wave yeah. of let's just see how long we last. You know, and they say they got the best out of it. I don't, and that's why another reason why I don't think Chris Wilder was came up in discussion for us saying he get he get the sack. To be honest, because I just think they're like, well yeah. done, mate. You got us here, and we didn't actually think we'd ever get here. So, um, you know, they'll 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 take him back to the championship, and they'll carry on, and they'll take their parachute payment and and crack on from there. Um, so, yeah, they they could be they could be banging banging trouble. Um, any other candidate, if it's not Sheffield United, though, um, I, I don't think Villa will be in trouble this year. Personally, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see it. Um, I think they'll be um, comfortable. 
um, as in like not not to the last day. Um, so I think they'll they'll be okay. I think your <laughs> top, team that you support Leeds will be all right. Uh, I think they're eight. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I think I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. But yeah, Burnley's an interesting one. Burnley's an interesting one. Yeah, with the the, the lack of investment. Um, if I was going to choose one of them, though. Burnley or Sheffield United to take the other spot. Yeah. I'd still go Sheffield United over Burnley. I think Sean Dice has just enough about yeah. and the characters that are in that team, probably enough to 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 survive um, in that one. So, yeah, Sheffield yeah, United for them. Enough. And, uh, and fair Brunton enough. I can't League. argue with that for sure. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Everyone else, everyone else is doing <laughs> well. It's been a good window in the Premier League. To be fair, there's been so many good windows. Um, and so many good uh, Premier League sort of Premier League not quality but Premier League proven players gone to the right clubs if you see what I mean um, so I, you know I think there'll be a lot of points mm. uh, stolen off stolen off of like each other and I think it'll be the same in the top six and I think it might be a low scoring Premier League win this year <coughs> sorry a low scoring Premier League win for the winners um, mm, yeah, I think I think yeah, like I agree, a lot of points will be taken off. Each yeah, other. definitely. definitely um, agree so, yeah, what was you going to say? Sorry, but no, I was just saying. I was obviously just saying it's uh, it is making good reading though, and obviously a bit more entertaining. So maybe yeah. maybe they're doing it on purpose, <laughs> so you do part with your fifteen pounds. Yeah, it's who true. knows? It's um, <laughs> but. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think we'll. Uh, I think we're, I can hear the. Uh, I saw the injury <laughs> time uh, board go up, and I think uh, we are. A, we have run our course with the final. We're still approaching. Your FA Cup masterous win yesterday. Right. Oh yes. Yeah, so yeah. Um, so yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, obviously managing uh, Epsom and Yule. Um, we're based in the Combined Counties League. Yeah, we had a okay. FA Vars replay, uh, which is, yeah, FA Vars, yeah, but uh, I won't go into the reason why it was a replay. Um, we can save that for another show. But, um, yeah, we had, um, because of a couple of rules and with COVID playing a part of, in some cases, 13 players missing. Um, and it looked like it was going to penalties. 95th minute. You know, as, as, as non-league you do and anywhere else, you, you're going to go long. I saw a ricochet off the back of one of our players' backs, which landed to uh, Reese Griffin, um, who's been at the club for, for a number of years now. And I don't think I've ever seen him <laughs> score. Great finish. But uh, great he's hit an absolute screamer. Um, great finish. Yeah, great yeah, great finish. And then if anyone needs to see it, yeah, please do go and visit uh, our, our Twitter and our Instagram. But... Um, yeah, absolute screamer, 95th minute. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'll take those all day long because uh, no one likes a penalty shootout because I'm also sitting there going, ah, do I, 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 I had to, it was that oh, bad. Wow. I had to, I had to name myself on the bench and I was getting close to 
Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I was like, I could take a penalty if I needed to. In my head, I'm talk, I'm trying to talk myself into taking a penalty here. Like, if the boys didn't want to do it, but um, yeah, so, save my blushes there on that one. And uh, yeah, we we, we go through, and uh, thankfully, you know, now we've got full use of our our full squad yeah. for. If I've got, if I've got, if I've got, in, got in any criticism round. of you, so uh, yeah. And from the video, I didn't see enough people going crazy. I would have been going mad. Oh, okay. Oh, you got you got the wrong you got the wrong angle then because the Reese Reese yeah. bearing in mind it was raining all day yesterday and it was still chucking it down. Reese decided to uh, go with the uh, take your top off, Lovely. no Under Armour, and then do the Klingsman dive in front of the dugout. So he did do it. He did he topless Klingsman dive. I thought he did it right, and then we piled in, and obviously. I, I'm I'm not the best. I'm not the biggest fan of. Uh, well, sorry, the refs aren't the biggest fan of me. Yeah, so yeah. I thought if I run onto the pitch, I'm definitely getting booked again. So uh, <laughs> so I, I left that, and um, I've already been spoken to about getting booked by refs as oh, on wicked, the sidelines. So story, um, I thought I behaved. Wicked story, which I did, and did it did it gratefully. But uh, yeah, great. It was it was good, and I'm sure uh, me and you can discuss some some other non-league matters in in, in another. Yeah. Another show I'll if tell, people obviously want to talk about that, the, the goings on, on and off the pitch. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Well, if for, for anyone that needs to know that, we might have to have the uh, the black and white edition and put it on FM radio, <laughs> talking about when Mo was playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, guys, obviously another another great edition um, with another one of the partners in crime, um, but. We will be back uh, this week um, joined with Aaron again um, to give you uh, a rundown of our uh, previous predictions to see how we got on and go through the, the table there, see who's, who's top. Um, but also review uh, this coming uh, week's games um, to, to give you an idea of where our predictions are going <laughs> and whether you want to uh, put your money where your mouth is. And, and Aaron will give you uh, sort of his best, best betting tips as he can. Um, <laughs> Don't know if any of them came in last week, but uh, we'll, we'll see how he gets on this week. And uh, join us uh, by the end of the week. But that's uh, episode six. Cheers, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.